When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Agony Rants, yes. listeners. Yes. And, and if you're a new listener. Oh, yes. This is the show where you get your problems solved. By a Eurovision winner and a comedian. In full disclosure, in no way qualified. <laughs> yes, also known as Last Ditch Saloon. <laughs> Basically. If you've tried everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, I, let us be the last door that closes in your face. <laughs> I, li- I like to think of us as, you know, sitting around a table with your mates. Because I think you solve an awful lot with that. Or at least get exactly. it out. It's kind exactly. of a venting space, isn't it, really? It's more a than a venting anything. space. <laughs> That's exactly what we are, Eve. We're a venting space. I know. Jeez. Yeah, we're just here to be your your friend, your support, your confidant. God, you said that I mean, so... confidant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Neve. You're back. I am. Do I look any more glowy? You do. You do. You've got a J-Lo glow. Thanks very much, J-Lo. J-Lo. Which yeah. J-Lo? Are we talking about Johnny Logan? Or talking... <laughs> That's who I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have to yeah, say, I also J-Lo, have lines. which is fake tan, and then there's the other J-Lo, which is liver failure. <laughs> <laughs> which one are you going for? No, don't answer. Anyway, so the thing is, uh, yes, I'm back from Portugal. I, I I said to hell with the tan lines. I just did the tan lines because, quite frankly, this time you year, weren't hitting the nude beach. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to see the bits of my body that would have been out on display. I have to say, I was so jealous. I when was, you were over there, because I, I was yeah. going to text you about something. I was like, she's on holidays. I, I forgot. I you could always text Portugal. me. I was like literally lying by the beach like a veal. No, Neve, you're hard enough to get at the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play hard to get. You know, yeah, she Neve will leave you on red like nobody you'll ever know. <laughs> That's not, you say like, like I'm two, not here for you. Two blue ticks for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I make decisions. <laughs> Can I give you a, call, a quick call about something? Two blue ticks three days later. <laughs> Will you look for me. <laughs> Tell us. Now, this is the bit that excited me, right? Okay. Now, it excited me, but I've had a previous experience of this that was not exciting. Okay, but, and I'll tell you about then. that later. But go on. Okay. You were all in. All in. We were all in. On the inclusive thing. Now, the funny part about Very this fancy. is, right, myself and my husband discovered we had like literally five days to go on holiday. Now, we normally go to Donegal, as you know, so like up there and it's not, it's all inclusive up I there, let me tell you. <laughs> but anyway, the thing is, when we actually thought about it, we haven't been on one of these holidays since 2004, nearly 20 years later. Oh my and God. So when I really thought about that afterwards, I kind of thought, you know, what does that say about our relationship? We actually go on separate holidays, mostly except for the ones we do in Donegal. We don't actually go away, away on holiday very often. But anyway, we took a notion and we thought we'd go from Monday to Friday to Portugal. We stayed between Albufeira and Villamora and we took the all-inclusive. And the reason I did that was because we were going to this resort and I thought, I don't have to think about anything else. I'm exhausted. We were a really busy time, both of us. 
I just want to go lie in the sun, have the crack myself and my friend Sarah and her husband, eat as much as we want, drink as much as we want, just be not having to make major decisions about our lives. And halfway through the week, I discovered that basically all inclusive in a resort, which has activities from 10 o'clock in the morning to and entertainment of an evening. <sighs> it is the closest I have come to realizing that in a few years time when I'm in the home, this is what my life's going to be with less sun. <laughs> It so felt a little like, bit like an institution. Niamh, when you say, like, this is the bit now that gets me. Right, okay. It's the activities. Oh, God. Because I went I went on one of these all-in holidays a few years ago, right? And we went, uh, it was Maspalomas, actually, in okay. the Canaries. And I remember we went and we got on a bus with this English lady. And she told us all about how we were going to go and see some caves. Oh. And we'd have a lovely bit of chestnut cake. Oh. It was just like... What is this? It was like waiting for Godot or some oh, like, no, like I, British I tell you, sitcom. It definitely feels a little bit, you know, because what would happen is about 10 o'clock in the morning now, and of course, as usual, in the time on the fashion, myself and my friend Sarah would be up at eight o'clock in the morning, out getting the breakfast, trying to get ahead of the Germans for the towels on the on the thing, right? <laughs> did the whole thing. I did feel a little bit like Benny Dorm, like, you know, doing that, right? Yeah, yeah. But we did it anyway. We, we got our spy, space every morning. And it's so funny how quickly you get institutionalized and you have to go to the same place every morning, like to the same place to put your towels. Anyway, and then we'd go and have this massive breakfast that we wouldn't normally have. <laughs> and then we came back out and we lay by the pool until our, our husbands decided to actually surface. But the thing is, 10 o'clock in the morning, the entertainers or the uh, camp organizers, whatever they are, would come out and do this little dance to signal activities were about to start. The first thing they did was <laughs> was like seriously, they would go to the pool and this little theme tune, and you'd know by how many people have been there or how long they've been, how much of the dance they actually knew because they couldn't help themselves. So. When you say they did a dance. Oh, no, they did a dance by the pool. They literally came out and had this routine that they did by the pool. and uh, Like the, uh, the waiters and the... And, and, well, they weren't waiters. They were basically coordinators, activity coordinators, because there was activities all day. There was like archery. There was volleyball. There were games, board games that they play by the pool. There was a stretching class in the morning. Obviously, that'll tell you all you need to know about Jesus the age group that was there. <laughs> did a stretching class in the morning. And then, you know... Uh, the. The evening either had a Zumba class or like a Latin dance class, which was basically a Latin dance yes, class. Some young, some very I buff young fellas came out and swagged their hips, <laughs> and then uh, these all these single people hived over towards us. And then uh, we watched from a distance mostly. I did do the aqua gym class, which is basically water aerobics, and I realised that I was now entering into a realm of my life that I didn't want to go to. Now, don't get me wrong, water aerobics is fabulous. Did you, have, did you do like? I did one class. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do any other activity. One did your class. whole life flash before your eyes in the middle of your aqua aerobics? Honestly, I did guess how many pizza spaghetti was in a jar <laughs> when they came around and asked me that. They, you win a bottle of wine. I'll be honest <sighs> with you, everything is free. I don't understand what the... They come around with a jar of pasta. You just had to guess how many was in it. Honestly, they, every half an hour they came around with some other new activity. And some of them... So If I was lying beside a pool... Honestly. And somebody came over with a jar of pasta... How many? To ask me to, I'd beat them to death. I know, I felt sorry for them. The other thing that you do is you eat all day. But it's all the same. It's, it's all the same It's very food. weird that that's on somebody's list. Like, can you imagine the people that work there going, oh, quick, did you go around with the pasta? I know. 
Oh no, it's on a list. <laughs> it's on a list, and they do it very, very excitedly. And no, I got to give it to them, right? They really tried hard. But all these people did all the activities during the day, right? They, they didn't try that hard. No, like no. it's pasta in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> but no, here's the best part. All those people then came out in the evening doing their talent. So basically, they had a, like an entertainment the show. Yes, the same staff would come out and do the entertainment show that night, and it was like. It I'd reminded me of the summer special or Butlins you were years ago. An absolute wagon at the I back of the room. <laughs> I felt so. I felt like I should have been in support of these poor unfortunates trying to do their best. But honestly, I was like, "Say oh. what you really feel, Nick." <laughs> I was like, "This is like the worst thing ever." Very hard for a musician to sit in among somebody who's not. Would you? And would you not have? No, my mates were going, oh, you could get up and say, absolutely do not even refer to it in the same situation. I'm on my holidays. I'm here. I can't cope. And don't get me wrong. I wish them the very best. But honestly, it was like watching. It was like watching the summer special. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? It was like. Completely. They were trying their best with the show and I was trying my best to enjoy it. They made you clap a lot. There was a lot of clapping. I have a question. Yeah. What? Why were you at the show? Well, because it was just in the place. It was in the place. It was like you had your tea and you came out and then <laughs> Do you have an iPad where the bar with was. Netflix on it. <laughs> no, we went off to the room eventually and played cards and I said, God, this is even worse. This is like just <laughs> No, we had a great time. Don't get me wrong. And the cards was great fun. I realise that that is actually what's ahead of me if I'm not careful. I am not going into any home now. I've decided well, that. Well, you're not going into a home where there's going to be entertainers no, coming probably in because that's the last thing you need. Oh, well, you need entertainment, but it, it is quite... An, that's not entertainment, though, no. <laughs> You need to be entertained by people that can do entertainment. I know, God bless them. The first night was white night and I thought, you know... well, Jesus, that sounds a bit... Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> It was like being in an alternate universe. I, I remember I went all in once when I went to Maspalomas, right? And yeah. it, the food every night was basically chicken with a different colour sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they said this was a five-star hotel. Okay. Like, this was like five palm trees. Yeah. This wasn't five stars. <laughs> I know. The other thing that happened was around the pool, I completely forgot about this, there was a woman, oh. an English woman, and she was in her 70s, right? Okay. And... She called me over when I was walking by. I had me tell I was walking to a sun lounger. Oh. She called me over and then handed me her suntan lotion to put suntan lotion on her back. No, that's not a thing. That happened. That that's happened. not a thing. And I did it because I didn't know what else to do. Oh my God, girl, that's yeah, not I a thing. It. And she got me again two days later. Oh my God. She, oh no. Yeah, I know. And then, then I just stopped going to the pool. <laughs> it's just like, we're not going down there. I know, it was awful. Who does that? I know. But she was clearly very confident. But she was on her own. Was she on her own? She must have I been. don't know. Well, she must have been. She must have been on her own. Yeah. But maybe. maybe was, was there not? Tart. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, she was definitely barking up the wrong tree if that's the case. Did no. she not put her Didn't wise? Didn't say she was smart. <laughs> <laughs> my friend and my husband came home with some sort of lurgy, some sort of cold. Oh, God. And coughing and spluttering and 20 COVID tests later, there's it's definitely not COVID, right? But they're like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, it's they went away for a break and now they're like, oh, they're both dragging themselves well, around. We, we've got, we do have loads of cold remedies because people, uh, I had a cold two weeks ago. Oh, I know. I swear to God. I remember. People lurried them at me on Instagram. So we've got, we have a load of them. 
First, I need to talk about something, right? Oh. Because we have a dedicated email account for Agony Rants, agonyrants at gmail.com, where you can send your problems and you can send your follow-ups yes, if we we've dealt with your problem. That. Yeah, we definitely want that. We always want them. However, I'm being bombarded oh. by a man called Wayne J. Burt. Okay. Who lives in Florida, right? Why Wayne? And Wayne... <laughs> what's, what's Wayne doing? <laughs> Wayne keeps writing to me to ask me for a quote for a trampoline. What? <laughs> and, what? And all of his emails are getting more aggressive. Like, I just got one just before we started recording. This is the third one he sent me. And it says, Hi, we wrote to your company last week and we have yet to receive a response. Kindly send me your price list for trampoline and catalogue! Exclamation mark by three. What? I know. Now, I have, like, after the second one, I did say, if you just send me your mailing address, I'll send you our catalogue in the post. You said that? <laughs> well, I was just like, for the crack, just see what he comes back with. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he's ignored it now and he's just given out he wants, he wants our online price list. So I'm just going to send him a price list. I might actually just sell him a trampoline. Oh, my God. Well, I can't believe, why is he writing to us about a trampoline? Maybe he doesn't realise he's writing to us. Agony rants. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, because we did that episode, I think it was episode 15? It's called um, Never Use a Trampoline on, on a, a balcony. balcony. We did. We Niamh. did. So we maybe did. he's is, only got that far. Which, you know what? I still stand by that advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is true. So what what do we have like remedies for this cold situation? Because to be honest, I'm listening with two winders at home. Like We do. We've got some here. Uh, okay. So. The... Sorry. Two very sick people at home. <laughs> Yeah, that took a while. Mm. Uh, hot whiskey, swear by it, no lemon, only soaks up the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure Joe. Joe has other options there going on. Yeah. Um, the other one that came in an awful lot is echinacea. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, no, I know about that. It's an old person Have thing they used to it? say to you. Take the echinacea. You know, basically, if you go into Holland and Barrett, that's the first thing they'll give you. <laughs> echinacea. Echinacea. I've never tried it. No, I haven't either. But I might give it a whirl. Uh, also, David Davina Reedy says, I just got over COVID. I ran from it for over two years, but Vic Sudafed nasal spray and honey and lemon sweets. God, where would you be without Vicks? Honey and lemon? Right. Is that a myth? I sometimes think that that's... I don't know if we're actually doing any good with honey and lemon. Well, it seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? Because it's yeah. the honey is coats it and then the lemon strips it. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah, because it's full of vitamin C and it's it's it just soothes everything. You see, the thing about honey is it soothes everything. I've just touched on the arm as if I'm going to soothe you. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, yeah, no, it's true because actually Luanne Parle, who is a phenomenal singer and whatever, yes. we love her. Um, I didn't know you were listening. I love you. Um, anyway, uh, it's she said hot whiskey with some honey and lemon and overdose on vitamin C. Are you, are you feeling better or are you a bit drunk? No. The, <laughs> well, you know, same thing, isn't it, for some people. But the, 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 dif the difficulty with a cold is, right, let's be honest, the difficulty with a cold is once you have it, it has to run its course. I know. You know, you can try and ease the symptoms, but you can't rush it. It's a bit like my husband. <laughs> <laughs> The other one is, and loads of people said this, right? Now, I had never heard of this. Right. Was put Vicks on the soles of your feet and put socks on. Oh, yeah, no, I've heard of that. Have you ever but, tried yeah, it? No, I, but it's a bit like uh, reflexology. thing is, because the nerve endings go down to the bottom of your uh, feet, and then you get these things nowadays, I don't know if you've seen them, where you, if you put your, uh, they, you put these kind of pads on the end of your feet and they 
make the toxins come out of your body. Those things that you stick to the bottom of your feet, right? Yeah. And then they're supposed to go black yeah. because they take all the toxins out. But if I took them off and stuck them to a wall. Okay. If I took them off the next day, would they be black? Because that's the kind of, it's kind of like a witch came first, the chicken or the egg. Would those things okay. go black anyway? It feels like we have an experiment to do after the show. <laughs> Attention Agony Rants listeners, I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show Glamour Hammer and I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Clonakilty, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo, Cork, uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January. Uh, my Liberty Hall shows are sold out, but we've just put on a Vicker Street, which is very much not sold out. So, <laughs> not just yet. So come along, we'd love to see you there. How do I get tickets, Gary? You can get tickets, Neve, by asking me. I know. <laughs> but all of those other people, they can buy them on GaroFarley.com. Neve. Yes, great. We are pausing to tell our lovely listeners that we are part of Headstuff Plus, which is a whole community of podcasters. And if you would like to support the show, you can sign up to become a member of Headstuff Plus. And in return for your subscription, you will get access to a brand new feed Ooh. that will be the show, but without the ads. Oh, okay. That'd be without good. the ads, without yeah. the cross promos. It's just you dive right in and you're in it till the very end. Mm-hmm. Um and that's true for all of the podcasts. Yeah, it's all of the podcasts. So you subscribe for... to us, obviously, and we get the yeah, money. We get the money. We and get then the you money. Get everything. And then, but you get everybody else's. So you know, ad free, ad free, and bonus content. Yeah, excellent. It's a good deal. Yeah, it is a very good deal. Um, there are lots of great shows on the Headstuff Network, and there are lots of new shows coming, which are very exciting. <gasps> yes. Uh, and we're going to promo one here today. Oh, very uh, It's exciting. called For Tech's Sake, and it's hosted by Jenny Darmody and Elaine Burke, who are the deputy editor and the editor of Silicon Republic, mm. and they have a new show talking all about tech. Now, is, is it for beginners? No, it's it's kind of nerd. It's like for science nerds. Oh, okay. But it's really good. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. Their first episode's all about space. Oh, wonderful. Uh, and it's, it's pretty great. And they've got brilliant episodes coming on like online abuse. And they've got episodes on like the future of work. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting show. Uh, they also have a bonus show that you will get if you subscribe to Headstuff Plus called Tech in Egypt, where they look at tech and the tech that we do not need. Oh, that's amazing. You know, there's tech and then there's what the hell. <laughs> yeah, you don't want your coffee delivered by a drone. No, I certainly don't want that. Fair point. Anyway, have a little listen. Silicon Republic is a great place to read about science and technology from writers like us. And now you can hear what we really think on For Tech's Sake, a co-production from Silicon Republic and the Headstuff Podcast Network. I'm Elaine Burke. And I'm Jenny Darmody. And together we've been writing about tech for a long time. And we're often fascinated and infuriated by new developments. We've never fallen into the trap of being tech evangelists, but we don't necessarily want to demonise tech with scaremongering clickbait either. Now, we mostly take a side-eye view of tech and definitely throw a bit of shade when it's deserved. So if you want to hear us take a look under the hood of both emerging and everyday tech to examine the good parts, the bad parts and everything in between, check out For Tech's Sake on the Headstuff Podcast Network. We'll sort the tech for good from the tech for tech's sake. And each episode will also feature a tech expert to help answer our probing questions. Tune in and your new robot overlords will thank you for it. We've two problems again this week. Oh my gosh. Two problems. Oh, we've got a follow up first. Let's do our follow up first. Now this. Is it a follow up? 
I don't know what this is, but we're going to read it anyway. <laughs> okay, go this on. is from Suzanne Reedy. Right. She says, uh, I had a dream about your live podcast show. Oh. Now, which we're probably never going to do because let's face it, there's a heavy edit on this show. <laughs> oh, we're so going to do it. If people will buy tickets, we're going to well, do it. Well, we'll do it. And um, you'll sing in your eyes at the end. Always. Obviously. Always. And then at the end of the first half, I'll do Better the Devil You Know by Sonia. <laughs> we'll see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who wins that night. Okay, Suzanne says, it was too odd not to share with you. The first half was Garoud doing comedy. By the way, went to see Joanne McNally in Vicker Street and raging you weren't there last week. Oh, did you miss That was probably like, yeah, there was a couple of... Did you do your solo show? I think I've done 50 out of 60. Okay. Yeah, of the Vicker Streets. So sorry if you missed me. Yeah, sorry. But you missed out, but you can still buy tickets to see me. (laughs) And have only him. (laughs) Uh, Less raging. She continues, and Neve was sitting on the couch on stage... (laughs) <laughs> Just sitting there, not interacting or even laughing. Was I alive? Pretty <laughs> Was I ac- stuffed? Pretty accurate so far. <laughs> oh, you chicken <laughs> Then, second half was going to be Neve singing, but it was actually you cartwheeling into the DJ booth and blasting chill. <laughs> Just thought I'd share this with you both. <laughs> so, Suzanne, really, thank you very much for that. Yes, I thank you. Um, would hazard a guess, like the man going around with the jar of spaghetti, as to how many gins you had before you had that dream. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've got a follow up, you can email us at agonyrants.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We would love to have them all. Uh, we've the first of two problems. <gasps> Lovely. Let's get going. Okay. Okay. Dear Neve and Garode, really enjoying the podcast. I'm a new listener. Welcome. Welcome. You're welcome to the club. We saw Garode supporting jo- Joanne and followed him on Insta. And saw that his co-host is the Neve Kavanagh. In capitals. In capitals. I'm excited that You're you actually know, know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living with my boyfriend for the past six months. That says all we need to know. Of course, okay. he knows who you are, Neve. Okay. <laughs> What's his name? David. Okay. When you get your gay Hi, card, David. you get a copy of In Your Eyes. <laughs> From the bargain bin. (laughs) We met during lockdown and we have just moved into a house which we rent. We are very happy and even considering adding a kitten who I'm certain will not compare to Miss Boots, but we can only try. Bless. (laughs) Poor Boots. She's the most generic cat in the world, but we all pretend otherwise. (laughs) No, she's special. She's special. Uh, She is. (laughs) However, a problem has arisen. (gasps) Of course it has. Now that we live together, I can see that my boyfriend is a workaholic. He works round the clock and he is never off his phone checking emails. I feel like I'm always intruding. He has always said that he works a lot, but I really didn't realise how much. I feel like he must have taken time off just just to date me. That's not beyond the realms of possibility. No. You know, you've got a project, find a man. Uh, I don't want to live my life at the whim of a big company who can ruin my plans at the last minute. I don't want to fight with him, but I feel like a lot of this work is unnecessary. I have met his colleagues and they all seem to work normal hours. I know they really respect him and they say he is great at his job. He earns more than me, but not too much more. I don't want to be a nag, but I feel like this is becoming a problem. I don't think this is a particularly busy time. I think this is just how he works. Love to know your thoughts, David. Well, now. Interesting. Interesting. Some people are just really defined by their job. Yeah. And if you love it, that's great. Yeah. That is great. But like everybody, you know, needs a break. Yeah. Has to burn out uh-huh. at some point because you, you can't work like that forever. Um, and I like before we even answer it, I do like I, I know I said it as a joke there, but I do think he could have genuinely thought I need to ease up on the work now and find a relationship. Yeah, I think so. Because I think if you are... 
if you work, if you're like a project manager in your head. You're going to set time a aside. A project is a project. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling David a project? Maybe David was a project. <laughs> I don't want to upset you, David, but maybe you were. And it was like all of his other projects. It was quite successful. <laughs> and and it achieved the end goal and therefore he yeah. now thinks that that's in place. Yeah. So maybe you need to remind him he needs to maintain his project. <laughs> Do you like that? That's it. Maybe. You are not a project with an end date, David. No, maybe you need to reevaluate how you approach the situation and engage him and give him reasons to actually have to work the project. The project may be <laughs> over, but there's a maintenance piece that can't be Absolutely. ignored. Absolutely. Some projects are never over. <laughs> Go on. Until you die. 51 episodes. 52. <laughs> <laughs> the lockdown project that just kept on projecting. We love it. Um, <laughs> like, this is interesting. Yeah. Now this is this is from David's point of view as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. So we have to we have to sometimes moderate in the fact that yes, this boy is probably doing lots of work, and maybe his job requires it, as we know. Yeah, like that's that does happen. A very important point. Like some people have very important jobs. Yeah, but also people are some people are better at compartmentalizing them and saying, "I'm not going to look at that WhatsApp message just because they've sent it this minute." Yeah, because I have other things happening in my life, Garode, and um, <laughs> just putting Very that out cutting. there. Very cool. Just put that out there. <laughs> but actually, the other thing is, which is really important to say, that some people will now are required because email is not nine to five. You know, people have got used to the fact that they can just email you anywhere you are, and you must respond. And that is true for everyone. Isn't that true? Yeah, yeah. I mean, years ago, you couldn't have gone into your email unless you were in work. And for certain personalities, that's a disaster because they will never move beyond that. You know, they're yeah. always going to be if checking. If an email's there, they have they yeah. feel they have to do it. This is about David actually requiring time and being realistic about the time that you need. So, you know, it's not fair to expect them to completely change. But I, and I don't think that's what you're looking for here. But I think it is OK for you to ask for a couple of nights a week. We'll have nights where you won't access your emails or whatever and try and make it a habit like a date night thing. You're probably busy as well, David. If you're earning nearly as much as he is, then you must have a pretty important job. too. Well, oh, OK. Do you know well, what I mean? See, what's interesting is, though, I took I took that the other way. I oh. took that to mean that that David doesn't work as much as his partner does. No, probably not. And the partner earns just like a marginal amount more. And also he's saying that the colleagues seem to work normal hours. So this is very much a problem. For this particular fellow. For this particular guy. Yeah, and you can understand that because there's, there's some personalities who are like that. They never yeah. switch off. You know, you know, you and I are very similar animals in the sense that we work in the same kind of industry where you have to be kind of hustling, moving forward and doing things. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you have to create, you know, sections of your life where you just go, I'm not going to answer that. I'm not even going to look at that now because otherwise you're never off work. Well, the way it works for me, right, mm. is I can do that, but I but I have to have a window when I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. like for example, this year, like, because this is the first year after COVID, like I said to my partner, okay, I'm, Head consider down. me gone. Head down. For, like, I'm working. All of this year, I'm doing yeah. everything that comes in. And then I'll start I'm not blocking. saying no, and then I'll start knocking yeah, time because, off the calendar. Because you have to. Sometimes you have to put yeah, that energy have into just, it. I mean, like we were talking about the holiday situation earlier on, I was saying how the difficulty was for years and years. The reason we haven't had that kind of holiday is because I don't go, right, I'm not working for those two weeks. Yeah. You know, and it's really hard to block it. 
It is really hard to block it off. In but certain the, things. The, and it doesn't sound like he's working for himself either. No, 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 he's not. This sounds very self-imposed. And I think, I think what you need to do, David, is you need to say to him, this doesn't work. Yeah. Like, the, it doesn't work with the, the way he's working. Like, if you're going out for dinner or if you've plans, you cannot be at the whim of this company or, or an email. It just has to be that he gives you those few hours. And look, if he wants to go home when you go to bed and spend a half an hour replying to emails. That's up to him. That's up to him. Yeah. By all means, off you go. But, like, and, and it's all right once or twice you go out for dinner and then there's a work call and he has to go outside. Or, you know, yeah, that's, that, that happens. Yeah. But if it's every time you're going out and if it's every time you want to do something that even or even if you're just at home, that's, they're, not in, they're not investing in you. If you're feeling neglected, you're, yeah. you feel neglected because you're not a priority. Exactly right. Or you feel like you're not. And, yeah, and, 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 and you don't have to are... be a priority all of the time. But I think that what you've got to do is you have to have a conversation with him. Because, again, this is a new relationship. It could be that maybe there's been some big change in work mm-hmm. and this is he's going to have a crazy year. And maybe, maybe if he's going to have a crazy year, maybe you do have to suck it up for a year. Yeah, but that's okay if you know that that's the situation. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. If you go, right, look... What's going on here? Is this going to be forever? Or, you know, am I going to always be second get to work? And then maybe he might go, oh, actually, I didn't realise I was doing that. You know, and he yeah, might, yeah. you know, he might not know. You know, so. The other thing is, if you've newly moved in together, right? Yeah. You kind of nearly have to have weekly check-ins. Of, Adjustments. You know, how are, are you happy doing? with the way I'm putting the dishwasher oh, in? Yeah. yeah that's the answer's bit. no. The answer's no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's important to check in. Like we said before, when they're not angry. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I yeah, think yeah. I think it's an easier conversation when the two of you are just sitting there having a glass of wine going, so how do you feel this is going? Do you feel, you know, sometimes... And and actually then somebody's not defensive. They're not sitting there going... It's not in an argument. Because actually, this is what happens here. You know, you get a bit irked by something and then after a while it becomes an argument in your yeah. head. And you've already had the argument in your head before you actually get to it, to that person. Yeah. And they are sometimes not aware that this is an argument. Yeah. And that uh, goes a whole heap wrong. The other thing you have to do is as well is if you see little bits of movement, like if you have this conversation with him and then you've got a couple of days of him not yeah. prioritising work. Yeah. And then the first time he does prioritise work, you can't fly off the handle. You know, so you have to, you kind of have to take like a medium term view of this. You know, there has to be give and take here. And I think to be fair, he might be on board with that. So it's okay for you to ask for it, but you might not like the answer. <laughs> that's the only thing. Yeah, that's and the so only thing. And so then you have to make that decision then. And you, know? you have to know what the, you, yeah. you have to know what you're letting yourself in for, because if this is a really busy time, you may have to suck it up. Yeah. But if this is just the way he's going to be. Well, then you have a decision kind to make. of not on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's kind of not on, but you have to see if you can live with it. You know, to be honest. Yeah, well, well I mean, you know, if, you're, if you're unhappy about it, yeah, you can't just be expected to, to live stay unhappy about no, it. No, no, absolutely not. There, there has to else. be some way for them to come towards you. I mean, the honest truth is that my job, our jobs, take up a lot of our time, right? Yeah, yeah. And it does. And it's not only time, that, and yeah. it takes a lot of social time. It also is behoven of us then to actually go to those people and go, you know, I am definitely going to make time for you. And when I'm with you, I am really with you. Yeah. And so the 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 thing is, you may not be able to get a lot of time, but you need to be sure that they're with you when they're with you. Yeah. And completely. I think that that's really important. I make choices based on the fact that when I look at the diary and I go, I'm too far away. And it doesn't matter how amazing this opportunity is over here. If I'm going to be away too much from my relationship or my family. Yeah. Yeah. I make a decision based on that, because although I if this is so sparkly over here or else it's a conversation, you know, yeah. and because it's really important to me, you know, and, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, and I think it's so 
your your career can take up your space in order and there's nothing you can do about that you know it's it's all encompassing what we do and, and other jobs are like that then you have to make time so it's it's actually two people involved in that so you know I think David I think you're probably on the road to the good place you know I mean really I do think so well it, definitely if you're thinking about this stuff mm. and if, it, if it's annoying you and you want to do something I'll about say it, it that's good you have to say it yeah um, but the other side of the coin is that you also have to be prepared for pushback from him. Yeah. And then there's, and also it feels like, like I don't want to be <laughs> the harbinger of doom here. Oh, okay. But what I will say is, I think it's really unlikely that you're going to say it to him. And life and is going to be amazing. all going to be completely resolved no, after not. one conversation. You have to decide what, be specific. This is going to be a pinch point, I yeah. think, in your relationship. And mm. so you just have them in them. In Better shoot before the kitten, I think. <laughs> don't bring the kitten into that. And the thing about it is, right? I'm not making light of it, but you I know don't. I don't mean to be facetious here, but the idea of you being given a kitten to play with so he can spend all of the time on his phone <laughs> is not beyond the realm of possibility. <laughs> so just be aware of that. Seriously, David, just have a conversation. If this person cares about you, you'll work it out. You will. And if he doesn't, you kick him to the curb and you get back on the apps. And then you because get... there's another man out there. Look, David, I have high hopes for this. I think the fact that you're looking at it in a you know, you've obviously been probing about other things, you know, with their friends and all to find out. And he's you a know. distinct Stop lack of probing now. that hasn't Stop written in now. this letter. Stop now. <laughs> Dear Neven Garode, I have a problem for you. I'm renting a room in my house. I thought it was a good idea because during lockdown, I broke up with my long-term boyfriend and I threw his cheating fat arse out on the street. Okay, so we're starting from a positive place. <laughs> okay. Starting from a place of calm. Yep. <laughs> a very nice young girl moved in. She mm. is smart and well-educated and has a good job. Okay. We got on quite well and then she got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. She has started going out with some things she met at the gym. <laughs> Denise, we already love you. Come on. <laughs> he seemed all right, but the more I got to know him, the less I liked him. Oh, no. He is over all of the time and they are always cuddled up on the couch. They take over the sitting room almost every night. So I tend to go to my bedroom and watch the TV. Oh, now that's not on. And I could keep going. Aside from the fact that he seems to have moved in, which I understand, I also think he is absolutely beneath her. He is absolutely dense. <laughs> what? I had the feeling that she wrote this on her phone while she was looking at him. <laughs> in an, in Either that or she's in, she's in the other room raging. He is absolutely dense. But what is annoying is she seems to dumb down every conversation she has with him. It's like she is dumbing herself down to be attractive to him. It's really hard to watch. Oh there is a part of me that wonders if I should say something to her. Uh, like I said, we get on fine, but I feel like I'm watching someone make a big mistake. What do you think I should do? Thanks for all the laughs, Denise. And thank you for the laughs, Denise, because we are laughing here. Oh my God, this is a little bit difficult, this one. A little it's bit. It's not difficult. <laughs> okay. Denise. It's not your business. Look, it's, it's none of your business. It's not your that's business. The hard, that's the hard start. I know, but it's hard to watch. I understand. It's hard to watch. And what? what's going on here is your relationship broke up. <laughs> She's gone out with this pick and dirty moron that she met at a gym, which won't last because if she met him at the gym, he's hot. Hot men don't work on their personalities. <laughs> She's a smart girl. This is going to burn out like a firework, right? <laughs> but you are sitting on the couch opposite them. <laughs> 
seething with jealousy, <laughs> which is all understandable and it's all human. <laughs> but we're just giving you some home truths here, right? She has this little ride under her thumb. And yes, she's dumbing it down because he's thick as shit and she can't be bothered having a conversation with him. She knows he's thick as shit. He's not there for she's that. She's just enjoying the biceps. That's what's going on there. He's dense. She's not going to... She's not going to involve him in anything too difficult. She doesn't want to be explaining anything to him because she's not with him to talk to him. And meanwhile, you're in your bedroom watching Coronation Street on your own. Furious. This is the thing that gets me, right? It's not even that. This is none of your business in the sense that you can't do it. And and, and I'm speaking from a mammy point of view. If you say anything, you're only going to push it even harder. So just don't even get involved in that. But I'm going to say... Two things are your business. A, if he's moving in, you're going to get rent off him. Yes. Right? End of conversation. And B, take your TV room back. Exactly. That's not right. Yeah. If he's over, and this is your she house. should be in her room. And I guarantee you she'll thank you for that. Yeah. 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 No, get her. Say, look, listen, I it's fine if he wants to stay over on occasion night. But if he's here more than, than yeah. he is at home, then he needs to be paying rent. That's not right. No. Because, you know, especially this day and age with electricity so dear. Exactly. Right? And then the other thing is, that is your house. So they should be more thoughtful of you in that space. She is renting a room, right? So I'm up on Ground my... rules, boundaries. 100%. It's th- her relationship is not anything to do with you, which is really tragic. And you could be looking at the biggest mistake of her life, but she's the one who's going to have to learn it. Exactly. And do you know what the other thing is? She's not your friend. She's not your friend. She's your tenant. Yeah, you can get on. Right? Yeah, you can get on. But when you when she moves out, the likelihood is you'll never hear from her again. Never. Because, you know, that's just the way it works. Yeah, so she's probably a nice girl and no ill will to her. And maybe he's all right and you're just coloured slightly by your recent single status, shall we say, cheating, bad arse. Yeah, you, do you know what? You get yourself back on the apps. You get yourself on <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, It's time. No, but you definitely need to reclaim back your house, Denise. That's not right. And uh, no, I honestly, I'd be raging if that was me. This is my home. Oh, I'd be furious. I'm not in my yeah. home. This is my home. And actually, I think you need to say that. Do you know what you could do to sweeten the deal? And I would do this if I was renting a room in my, uh, mm. in my house. I would get a smart telly and I would put it in their bedroom. Yeah. i go, there you go. That's for you. Yeah. It may cost you like a few hundred quid, but I think it's well spent. Like It's a good resolution to the situation. Especially if she's somebody that's going to be in every single night. It's just not on. The couple did not rent that room. You know, we're on your side. We're absolutely on your side. Mm. And I would say, act on this today. Yeah. It's done now. You've, you've had your last night of love's young dream on your couch while you're in your bedroom. Living in your home while you're in your bedroom. That's yeah. not right. That is not no. right on any planet. But... And we have to stress this again okay. before we sign off. <laughs> we are no way qualified. It doesn't matter <laughs> if she is dating Frankenstein. Yeah, it's nothing to do with you. None of your business. Just don't get involved. No, you like, can't. Unless she wants you to be involved. It just, it just will never end well. No, no. And you're better off leaving it just to resolve itself because it, it clearly will. Yeah, totally. Particularly if she's dumbing herself down. Yeah, but uh, either way, whatever it is that's happening here, you need to reclaim your space in the house and the fact that it is your house. If somebody's a tenant in your house, they're your tenant first before they're your friend. And that's the truth. If you came home and there was no room in your fridge to put food you'd bought because she had filled it up with... Stuff. Stuff. You'd be having a conversation. And, there would it, be, and you'd be onto the, the gun to have that conversation yeah. because your chicken would be gone off. I know. So this is just as important. Yeah. 
So have the conversation today. It's over. It feels like that happened to you before, did it? It did, yeah. felt a bit personal. I was never good living in shared accommodation. Mm. Never good. I can imagine. Yeah. Not that I overstepped boundaries. I mean, I, I, I was very good with the cleaning. I bet. But I lived with fucking pigs. <laughs> Well, Denise, we definitely want to hear how you got on. Yeah, we want to hear how you get on. Definitely. Follow-ups, agonyrants at gmail.com. Uh, if you would like to become a member of Headstuff Plus. Oh, yes, please yeah, do. Yeah, you can get an ad-free version of this. Uh, we have information on tiers. Yes. Uh, it'll be coming towards the end of the year. We've had the meeting. We've got merch news. Oh, my god. That'll be coming soon. Uh, we'll do a little kind of bonus episode yes. in a couple of weeks to talk about all of that. Stuff. Yes, so listen, please, 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 please look after yourselves and send in your problems and updates. Yeah, no more trampolines, actually. No more garden equipment in general. <laughs> That's not what we're here Unless for. Unless you have a problem with trampolines. And if you have a problem with trampolines, then we want to hear about it. Yeah. You know, not if a spring is missing, you know, but, you know. Once it's not a functional problem with no, a trampoline. No. We want a funny problem with it. <laughs> uh, I can gmail.com. Get in touch. We want to hear from you. Uh, have a good week. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 